Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Monye pod of Born to Be a Star. First of all, before I continue into the podcast, I first want to apologize for not podcasting Friday. Just the day got away from me and I had a million things going on and it was an insane day because uh, Veterans Day was on Saturday and work was crazy and it just the day got away from me. So I want to apologize for that. You will be hearing five podcasts this week. And uh, thank you for tuning in to a Monday edition of Born to Be a Star. Today is Monday, another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. Yesterday, Father Ford talked about something that I thought was important. He talked about... The Bride... I think bride king or bride mate or bride something, something in the Bible, the bridesmaid, where women, um, virgins, I think it was 12 of them, were waiting for the, you know, the, the bridesmaid, which is Jesus Christ, okay? And um, half of them were able to get more oil (coughs) you know in case something happened and the other half went to sleep now the half that had gotten the extra oil they were able to be ready and prepared for when jesus came and the other half that didn't asked the half that did can you share some of your oil and they said if we share some of our oil with you then we won't have oil for ourselves so they told them no And then when they got to the house, they knocked on a door. And then Jesus said to them, I do not know you. And the worst thing that Jesus could say to somebody is, I do not know you. I took a lot from that. And I bet a lot of other people did too. It's okay to tell people no about things. It's okay not to always be involved. It's okay not to take things personally. And it's okay to love yourself. That's what I want to start the podcast off with today. If you don't prepare for something important, then you'll never be ready for it, which is why, you know, there's a mantra that has why not today added into it. But first of all, yes, you can decide that you want to change your hair color, decide that you want to move, decide you want to switch careers, decide you want to change your major in school, decide you want to start a book club or finish a book club. You can decide a variety of any of these things. Not only can you do that, but you can also decide that you want to switch your car. You can decide that you want to move to another place. You can decide that you want to change who you're voting for when it comes to a presidential election. Or you could decide that you want to learn a new language or make new friends. Any of those things are important and you can certainly decide them. Yes, you can. Following the yes, you can is the never give up. If you give up, how are you going to get to the best part of the story? And where is the best part of the story? Typically, it's at the end, right? Happily ever after. How are you going to be serious about something if you give up halfway through? It's not good. We can't be quitters. We can't be fearful. We can't be scared. We can't be people that are willing to give up on things because we don't want to see things through. That's not going to solve anything. When I hear John Cena says, never give up, and he puts that bandana up with his hands, and he puts that up, that resonates something in me. Not, It's not just a sign. It truly means something to me. And as a kid, I spent basically my entire childhood watching Monday Night Raw with John Cena and um, The Rock. And I can definitely tell you they they've instilled something in me. They're the greatest champions and the greatest athletes of my entire life. And it brings me nothing but joy that he walks around with a hat that says that and a bandana sign that says that he does the most make a wishes for all the kids around the world. And there's no better person for me to look up to. Right. There's no better role model than a man willing to put everyone else in front of himself. And he is an incredible athlete, even though he just lost that fight and I'm embarrassed about it. But it's okay. I'm still going to say every day I'm never going to give up on myself or anybody else that I love. And you have to say it with me. Never give up. Following the never give up is the why not today. I gave you, you know, the conversation that we had in church with Father Ford on Sunday, which really touched me. Right. 
if you don't prepare and you don't get up and do things today, you might not have tomorrow. Understanding that means you have to prepare things. You have to do things. You can't be slow and you have to just jump. If you don't live your life like that, you're going to be second guessing everything. and You're going to be waiting around. And I don't know about you, but I don't like procrastination and I don't like indecisiveness either. I like sticking to things and getting them done. That's the only way. So outside of that, not pushing off the date for tomorrow, let's get into some of these headlines. It's been a crazy weekend and there's a lot going on in the world Let's get into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So (coughs) Biden was running around hyping up the idea that he talked to Netanyahu about backing down for a couple of hours the other day. I think it was Friday. Giving... A couple of hours on a Friday to allow like potential people to leave the area of Gaza is fine, but they cannot cease fire. And, you know, the idiot that's like the, the president or whatever of France and all these morons running around saying stupid, idiotic things, they have to stop, right? They really, really do. We need one message here. We support Israel. There is no other message out of that. Ashid Talib or whoever need to stop. They're attacking Biden and they're telling him that he's not going to have Palestine votes. Well, then he should have a message that he doesn't care about those votes because he cares about Israel. He's really messing himself over here, right? And honestly... It's frustrating, it's sad, and it's upsetting. That we expect an entire group of people who resonate and are Jewish to give up their homeland because some Iranian idiot is on television telling Pakistan people that they deserve it. That's not how this works. And these people are misusing the Holy Land. They're misusing religion. And why are we pretending like Muslim means more things than any other religion, right? Muslims aren't better than Catholics and Catholics aren't better than, you know, Baptists. Like, let's let's stop here, right? When you become Catholic, when you follow in the principles and you pick a saint. I picked Joan of Arc to be mine. When you go to parish every weekend, you're involved in your community. It It's serious. Why is it that Muslims have a way of acting like everyone outside of them don't matter? And yes, I'm saying this. That's not God. God isn't telling you from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That's not a message from Jesus Christ. And if you're going to lie and stand there and say that it is, then I feel bad for you. I will not support these evil people. Evil is what happened on October 7th of 2023. Americans have died. Israelis have died. Babies have been butchered and tortured to death. Right. Women have been raped and thrown around like a piece of paper, like they don't matter, like they didn't have moms and dads and aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters and children. Children have watched their parents been murdered in front of their faces. There's no way to get over this stuff. Right. And I know everybody wants to say, oh, Palestine and everybody is getting tired of what happened. But the reason why there is a war that's probably not going to end anytime soon in Israel, which is the only free place in the east. Is because these people, Hamas, thought it was a good idea. They spent two years preparing to attack Israel. And Israel can't fall back and allow them to get away with it. And I don't care about the rest of the world and what their opinions are, and neither should you. You should be willing to fight them. And if you're not willing to fight them, then you should stand with these people outside with their signs saying, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. But you just have to remember... 
you're not Palestine either. So if you're not Palestine with them, then you're the problem for them. Right? It's horrible. Wars that never end. We're in another one. And what's going on with this Ukrainian war? Why do we keep funding this? I have an observation I want you to take into consideration for a minute. Do you think we're giving money to Ukraine because we actually think they're going to win? Or do you think we're giving money to Ukraine because Biden's family got paid off when he was vice president? Think about that for a moment. I think it's B, right? I think it's B. Hillary Clinton and Obama and all of these motherfuckers lied when Trump was president and they brought up this Russia, Russia, Russia hoax because Hillary didn't want to deal with the fact that she bleached out her hard drives and she gave up the names of American soldiers and they were murdered and killed because of her ass. Okay, there's what happened. Her husband ain't that much better either. He's got records and stuff in his drawers from when he was a president. How's that legal? Right. You should be asking yourself. How does the law only work one way for them, not you? That's what you should be asking yourself. That is what you should be asking yourself. It's really sad. It's horrible. That we have to sit here and we have to pretend like investing all this money, time and effort is going to help us. Right. We were in Afghanistan 20 years and these people still folded for the bad guys. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the Palestinians elected Hamas in as the leaders of Gaza and look what they did with it. You motherfuckers elected them in. And yes, I'm saying bad words because, first of all, I'm just kind of confused, right? I told you many times, I've had a lot of friends over the year from being a child to being an adult, and I still have Jewish friends now. I, I've never thought one time in my life to think anything like that toward my Jewish friends or people that are are close like family friends or something that they shouldn't be treated like anybody else. Like girls I grew up with are like my sisters. I don't look at them different because they're Israeli or they're Jewish. I love them all the same. I don't care about their religion. I don't care about like if their pop-up and their nana live in Israel and they go back every summer or they go back and forth between New York and Israel. I never cared about that. And I wasn't raised like that. And I and I think a lot of people weren't either. These people that are outside, they don't understand what they're rooting for. And I'm not giving them a way out. In one way, I disagree with Candace Owens' thoughts she thinks people should be given other chances and she believes in freedom of speech. And now I do believe in freedom of speech as well. But this is not only just freedom of speech. This is becoming a detriment to our country, to our universities, and to our way of life. Allowing these people to be all on the street boycotting and um, chanting really derogatory language and scaring Jewish students on campuses around the United States of America and world is crazy. And it needs to be stopped in Harvard and Yale and all these expensive ass institutions, MIT. You know what needs to happen after this? All the Jewish students need to probably go to another school. You know what needs to happen to this? All the people that rent these apartments, buy these houses, spend all their money in these places, need to move somewhere where they don't have to move. worry about this. Go to Texas. Go to South Carolina. Go to Florida. Go where you don't have to second guess yourself. And you know what? All these people that are chanting these derogatory messages, this isn't equity and inclusion. That's not what equity and inclusion is supposed to look like, right? Except what's happening right now? This is all a con. It's a con job, just like Black Lives Matter with George Floyd, who died of a fentanyl overdose. And they figured out a way to blame a white man and convince 
a jury of idiots that he did something he didn't do, right? People die of drug overdoses every day. They're called addicts. They blamed him from that. There is a Candace Owens documentary on that. Uh, there's also What is a Woman That's Done by Matt Walsh. You might want to check that out. Uh, Police State, Dan Bongino and Dinesh D'Souza. There's another one you want to look at. And there's another one on, um, what is it? Um, there's another one that just came out. Where it talks about detransitioning. Prager you. These things that I'm recommending to you that you watch is only so you get some insight into what I'm talking about. People that are saying they're trans or acting like they're oppressed or acting like they're depressed and acting like they're victims are not victims. This is an eat or be eaten world and you have to figure out how to eat. If you want to survive and you want to live among others and you have to figure out a way to do it. That is it. It's called life. There are no handouts here. You might be lucky and you might have family members that care about you and want to help you out through life. But at some point, you got to grow up and put your big man or big woman pants on and figure it the fuck out. You can't act like a kid. If you're married, you can't run around and pretend like you're not married and you don't have responsibilities that you need to follow. You cannot continuously chastise people and mistreat them because you don't want to deal with reality. Reality is this. And let me tell you, your race doesn't define you. It should never define you. It should just be the color of your skin. And the color of your skin shouldn't be a representation of who you are. If you are a black person and you have to say to yourself, I'm black and I'm proud, you should be slapped in the face because it shouldn't be you're black and you're proud. You should be proud to be who you are. It doesn't matter what shade you are. I hate the idea of people saying, oh, she's light. She's high yellow, blah, 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 blah. I'm just me, man. Oh, that person looks like a piece of a wall. Like, when you call people a cracker or something like that, do you actually think you're insulting people? You're showing how idiotic you are and stupid. The idea of racism doesn't make any sense to me. Now, there are people that do irritate me, and I'm not going to lie about it. But that's from every nationality. It's not one. It's all of them, right? They're just annoying people, right? The idea that we're going to pretend like Spanish people are victims or black people are victims or any race is a victim is insane. And I don't like when foreign people that are not American come into the United States of America and they try to claim things that don't make sense about coming over into this country and they have to put their three cent into something. Please shut the fuck up, okay? Just shut up. This is the land of the free and the home of the brave, but that doesn't mean you get anything to say about it. If you're going to come over here and you're going to work hard and you're going to try to obtain the American dream and live it, great. But if you're going to come over here and babble about you and where you came from and all these things you want to do, and you're going to try to take your Muslim values into American ideologies, that doesn't mesh well. There is a serious problem here with too many people here from too many different places. It's a problem. All right. I'm sorry. It is a problem. And the more we lie about it and pretend it's not, the worse off we're going to be. Let's admit none of the runner-ups can catch up to Trump. They're all losers. Now, I like Dinesh D'Souza. I mean, I like... Um, not Dinesh is not running. I like the guy... Um, what the hell is his name? Um... Not Tim Scott and not um, the other douchebag. And I, and I can't stand Nikki Haley. But I like the other guy. I think he's doing a phenomenal job. Vivek. Um, I think he could possibly be a great president. I think he'd be a great person to have on Trump's staff somewhere. And I, I think he really set himself apart from the other shrooms and the other GOP predicts. Like he's, he's a Mitch McConnell. The rest of these people are Mitch McConnell picks. They're like Al Gore and they're all like saying the most ridiculous, stupid shit. And I like his comment about Nikki Haley's heels and the fact that Ron DeSantis wears heels too. He's hilarious. He doesn't have a filter. And you know what? We need more people that don't have filters. I don't want some neck 
tie I wear this, I say this motherfucker running around trying to pretend like he's going to fix the country. We don't need that anymore. You know what we need? Leaders. And you know what leaders have? They don't ask permission. They do things. They're fearless. We need fearless, unapologetic leaders. People willing to take on these fucking criminal monsters that make shit up and lie about stuff every day. Look how they're treating Trump and his family. That's how they're going to treat us. Are you fucking kidding me? When one of these liberal freaks does something illegal and they steal something or they rob something or they do something they're not supposed to do, I'll use Hunter Biden as an example, nothing happens to them. They wait till the time runs out for them to punish them and then they don't do anything to them. How much money has Joe Biden stolen over the last 60 years his ass has been in office? A lot of money. How does he have all these mansions? How do you think the Obamas got what they have? What about Nikki Haley? She's not in debt anymore. Where do you think this money is coming from? Are we really going to sit here and act like these news reporter anchor motherfuckers on NBC, MSNBC, CBS, CNN, ABC, all these leftist stations out here? And I'm even going to include Fox in this. Do you think they're not getting paid a lot of money? off our view they are be smart really question who you're listening to and who they work for because i'm okay watching fox news but who is fox news right now they're confused about their audience you took tucker carlson away and jesse waters is fine but jesse waters isn't tucker carlson he's not right And Sean isn't Tucker Carlson, and neither is Laura Ingram, and neither is Greg Gutfeld. Now, Greg Gutfeld is the king of late night because he's funny and he's unapologetic, but he's still not Tucker. And they should be just really, really, really embarrassed with themselves because they're showing who they are. They're all the same. Fox is no different than any of these other stations. Now, I watch Fox News. I listen to it mostly every day, if not every other day. And I watch these shows. But I still know at the top of my head, not one of them can be trusted. And I am going to start limiting the amount I am looking at of these shows and series and things. Because I I can't trust these people. And you can't either. Rana needs to go. No, she really, really needs to go. Like, she needs to go. I just, I don't know how much we can take, right? I do think we've gotten to the point where, like, what exactly is next here? That's all I'm saying. Like, what's next here? That's my only question. Because it just feels like, it just feels like... Nobody's thinking that. At least nobody's saying that. And that should not just be concerning to me, but it should be concerning to you too. Do you really want Ronna McDaniel being the voice there? Like, she is clearly out of her league. And, like, Trump needs to stop endorsing her. It's not working, man. Republicans need to represent the middle class because that's basically the class that they're running for. The people without a voice. That's what the Republicans represent. Okay. We need people out here on the everyday streets, Jack and Jill, working class, going to work every day, paying bills, 
raising families, those people, not the elite rich that make like five million dollars a year. But, you know, maybe the top one, maybe the speech pathologist, maybe, you know, somebody who's got a, 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 a position where they make a decent amount of money and they own a house, but they're not completely rich, rich. Those are the people I'm talking about. We need to figure out a way to represent them. And are we doing that? I don't know. That's something you need to ask yourself. Are we doing that? We need to represent the middle. We need to give a voice to the people that are getting up every day, going to work, raising their families, paying the same amount of money as we're paying for milk and eggs and just trying to live day by day, right? The supporters of the mom and pop shops that go get their pizza from the same pizza place, they shop at the market down the street. They're trying to support their neighborhood. They're trying to be somebody that their kids can recognize and aspire to be. Those everyday people, that's what I'm talking about. The millennials that are trying to figure it out, right? A generation that has just been fucked over a million times. That's who the Republicans should represent. The voiceless, not people trying to pretend like they're uh, victims, but people that know they're not victims and they care about the veterans around them and they don't want the veterans to live on the street and they want to be a part of the solution. That's what the Republicans need to tie themselves with. The working class of America. We need to drill, baby, drill, because this electric bullshit's not working. And today, no, yesterday, I drove past a charging station with Skip, and we saw two shitty cars, and neither one of them were Teslas. I don't know what they were, but they looked really shitty on the spectrum of electric vehicles. And why am I going to spend forty to $50,000 on some crappy electric vehicle and then have to drive it somewhere to charge it? You either have to get the charging thing in your house or you have to drive somewhere to do it? That's the question. My answer is, what's the point? Again, we need to drill, baby, drill. We need to go to places that have it available, and we need to drill there. And we shouldn't question it. We should just do it. And these stupid-ass people, and I'm talking about Democrats, need to shut up if you don't like it too fucking bad then why don't you move to another country right there there should stop being like voices for people that are not reasonable i'm at that point and you should be at that point with me outside of that let's get to the main part of the conversation let's talk about hair extension What do you think about lasagna? Ha, I'm kidding. What do you think about extensions? I feel like hair extensions are complicated. In some ways, they can be good. In other ways, they can be bad. Now... For a long time, the only thing I would wear on my hair was extensions. It just made me feel better. And I haven't had extensions in a long time just because I don't have time to do that. Part of me wants to consider that again just for variety. But another part of me doesn't because I don't feel like spending all the money it costs to get extensions. Like if you want a really good extension, you have to get human hair. That's going to run you $200, $300, right, for that. Then outside of the human hair you have to get, then 
you have to get somebody who's like capable of doing it. That's going to run you up another $200. So now we're at $500. And are you really going to spend $500 for something for your hair that's for like a couple of weeks? Like that's the reason I personally don't see it. But some people love it. And I'm not saying you can't love it. It's fun, right? Getting extensions in your hair. Feeling that kind of way. Who doesn't want that? But. Honestly. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. And it's a lot of effort that gets put into weaves or extensions. Like braiding too. Like I used to get my hair braided all the time because I was natural. Then I got a curly perm. And now a part of me is questioning, like, do I go back to getting my hair braided? Or do I just live with this curly perm that I started getting in the summer and have that done every couple of months? It does make my hair easier to use, but I honestly wanted to get a perm. No, a relaxer. But Rena was like, don't get a relaxer. It's not good for your hair. Get a curly perm. And, of course, I listened to her, and I got it. But I still kind of feel like I want my hair to be straight now. So I think the next time I go in there, I'm going to tell her I want to try a relaxer. And she's probably going to be like, what? And I'm going to tell her, you know... I'm going into the end of the year, and we're going into a new year, and I want to try something different. And so I'm ready to try this. And I want to do it healthy, right? I don't want to do a relaxer where I'm constantly, like, damaging my hair, but I want to do something that I can sustain that's easy. And honestly, the reason... I stopped doing, like, extensions. It's because I like extensions, but I was wearing them for nine weeks out of time, and I was taking them out, or, like, it was great. But then, like, the time you have to take to take it out or to put it back in, I really don't want to spend eight hours getting my hair done. That, to me, is just devastating. It's not that... I don't want to do it is that it's just it's devastating so I don't know we'll see what happens will I revert back to braids or twists or whatever's happening we're gonna see will I get my hair straightened I don't know probably probably not Outside of the hair extensions. And you also got to be careful. Because these people be trying to rip you off. The hair online. The hair in the store. It's like a lot of work. And I just got tired of it. Which is why I was just like. I'm just going to keep my hair. And I don't care. Why doesn't Walmart take tap to pay? I don't know. But it's fucking stupid. I was in there buying a Christmas tree the other day. And had to insert my card in. I like just tapping my card. So I have to put it in the stupid thing. But they don't take tap to pay, and I don't know why. They're one of the only retailers that I know that doesn't do it. The grocery store takes it. Target takes it. Every other store I've been in takes it. Except for Walmart. Is there an answer why? No. I don't know when to give you, honestly. I don't know why Walmart doesn't do it. I think their kiosks aren't created to accept it. How long will cash last? Okay, I've been saying this a while. And I listen to a bunch of 
very intellectual, smart people when it comes to money and financing and budgeting and investing. Honestly, how long do we think money is going to last? How many stores still accept it? I'm not saying that cash is dying today or it's going to go away tomorrow. But aren't we moving closer to a world where everything is done electronically, right? They are really trying to create a digital-based system for currency. Um, I don't think BRICS is going to last. So hopefully, maybe we'll revert back to gold and silver. But who knows? I think we got a lot going on here with cash. And I'm not, I'm not sold that the federal government... Especially Jerome Powell doesn't have a backup for this because houses cost too much and they've really created this horrible environment and there's literally no way out of it. I don't know. I'm not sure what's next here. But we'll see what happens. I think cash is on its way out. And I just don't think they're telling us. If you don't speak, who will hear who will hear you? If you're silent and you don't speak up about your feelings or your emotions, you don't tell people what's going on, then nobody's ever gonna know. You can't be speechless not saying anything. That's not the answer. Honestly. The answer isn't The answer can't be, I'm not going to say anything because I'm concerned about that. The answer can't be, I don't know what's next. The answer can't be these ridiculous things and you don't have anything planned. That's not the answer, right? The answer isn't silence. And part of me always wants to be the person that doesn't get involved and doesn't say things. But another part of me understands that if I don't get involved, if I don't say anything, nothing's going to get completed. I think we should think speak up if you want to be heard. You can re you can reconstruct your life. It's very easy to be a difficult angry, miserable, unhappy person, to be a victim, to say that something is is not the way you want it to be. It should be, it's, it's very easy to do that, to constantly point out all these things going wrong in your life. It's very easy to do that. You know what's difficult? Smiling, being happy, and recognizing that you can honestly if your life's not going the way you want it to be we all go through that right our ups and downs then reconstruct it to what you want it to be 
Maybe that means you're going to stop a relationship that's not good for you. Maybe that means you have to move. Maybe that means you have to find a different career or a different job or something that is actually making your life happy. If that's the case, find it. Don't find an excuse or a reason not to do something you love, but find a reason to do it. Honestly, your life is meant to be lived. And honestly, you need to find a reason to smile and be happy. You woke up today with 10 fingers and 10 toes. You should be you should find a way to be joyous and excited, right? It seems like people just want to be negative and they want to feel like they're stuck in their shit and they can't change anything. You get to determine what your everyday is going to be. So don't have your day be negative. Have your day be great. There's a thought. Just saying. Why not find a way to smile instead of frown? Put a smile on your face. Make the world a better place. Place. Make the world a better place. Anyways, moving on from my blabber nabber. Let's get to the next part of the conversation. Christmas went, you know. commercial meaning every time you see a commercial for it every time you see anything talking about Christmas it's all about shopping 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 like and as somebody that likes to watch all these Christmas shows when they're on I just feel like is this really what Christmas is about now this Like, for me, Christmas actually has meaning. But for other people, it does not. And since we're talking about Christmas right now, I could tell you that Hallmark has all these Christmas movies on that are kind of good, honestly. For example... Christmas Wars, great. I'm sorry, Cookie Wars, which comes on, I don't know if you guys have Xfinity or not, but it comes on channel 122, I think it's Cooking Network. I've been binge watching that like every night. Um, There's also Cake Wars, which is a holiday special where they have to like build up these like Christmas towns and stuff, but out of like cake and fondant and they have to get really creative. I find those very entertaining. Weeknight watching, basically for weeknight watching, I just watch like Raw, AEW, whatever comes on, um, uh, Jeopardy, any of the daily shows that come on, really that's what I'm watching for weeknight watching. I've been looking for a new show to watch, but me and Skip are watching um, Gangs of London, we've been looking at that, and Akura on um, Disney, that's what we've been watching every other day, sort of. I've been binge watching um, Gordon Ramsay because I'm addicted. I love Gordon Ramsay. He's one of my favorite. Boycotting Raw because it's boring, dude. I'm tired of hearing about Judgment Day and all the other boring ass people on that show, right? Sammy was really entertaining with KO, but now he's just being, he's back to being boring Sammy and all these people that could probably do something entertaining aren't. So there's that. Like, I don't know, comparing Raw to AEW is like two different universes. Like, I'm somebody that likes wrestling because I find it entertaining. I like, you know, the different people, the different outfits, you know, the different nationalities. Are they wearing masks? Like, do they take it seriously? Like, where are they from? Like, I I just got New Japan Wrestling. I ordered it, so I have a monthly subscription to that, too. So I'm definitely excited about all the wrestling I'm going to be watching. Um, It's very entertaining. Um, But I think that WWE is failing with Raw. Raw is boring. And (sighs) Judgment Day is the worst part of Monday. And Rhea Ripley, as talented as she is, she's still fucking boring. So there's that. Which Christmas movies do we start with? I say we start with a classic. Jingle All the Way with 
no other than Arnold Schwarzenegger, followed by Home Alone, followed by mm, Charlie Brown, followed by all the Hallmark movies that you can find, and all the originals, right? Have a holiday, jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Well, snow and mistletoe, presents, lots of cheer. Have a holiday, jolly Christmas. You could binge watch a lot of Christmas movies on Disney Plus, on Hulu, on Netflix, or maybe not on TV right now. But if you, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas is on AMC. If you remember that, I watched that about a week and a half ago. We got our Christmas tree yesterday, and I put it up last night. Don't judge me. I love Christmas. If I could, I'd just keep the tree out all year and just put the lights on for November through February. <coughs> and I'd, like, never take it down. You know, I, I really think I'm going to actually do that, honestly, because I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. It's... Like, I love Halloween because I like scary and fearful. And I love Christmas because I love family and I love joy. Uh, Christmas is a time of year where you think about giving to others and making and spreading cheer to others that might not have something. And it's really great, right? It really provides an opportunity for happiness and, and wonder and joy. And we should definitely be a part of that in any way. Outside of that. Eddie Murphy has a new movie on Amazon that like tingle all the way or something like that. It's on Amazon. It looks decent. I really need to finish my um, Apple show that I started but didn't start. Let me tell you the name of it. I know you're probably going to be like, why didn't you watch that, Star? Yeah, get on me. Get on me really good, guys. I'm really doing horrible watching things because I'm obsessed with Gordon Ramsay and I need to stop looking at all these kitchen nightmares. It's called The After Party. And I really need to finish Ted Lasso too because I'm only on episode three of season four, which is really horrible. There's so much on Apple right now and I'm failing. Lessons in Chemistry, The Morning Show, which is definitely a favorite of mine. For All Mankind, I told you I was going to watch it, but I still haven't started yet. The Buccaneers. There's so much there, man. Hijack, which we still need to finish. But I don't think Skip liked it. But And Slow Horses' new season came out. Dude, I need to get back on Apple ASAP. Like, I'm slacking right now. Don't be judgy, okay? But do you guys think that Eddie, movie, that Eddie Murphy movie is going to be entertaining? I watched The Coming to America, too, and it was good. But, like, I think the original will always be the best i'm just saying i i I just i do and i like eddie murphy he's been in some really entertaining movies but i'm gonna look at the preview before i watch it and i'll tell you it's good i'm gonna try to watch that this week moving on from watching things to eating things because we all need to eat What do you think about a mashed potato casserole? I saw a recipe for it on Pinterest and it looks like something decent. I think it looks okay. Crock pot glazed carrots. That's a great... addition to any meal like roast beef ham really any meal you any meat you want to put with it chicken grilled chicken boneless chicken even maybe meatballs like i feel like crock pot glazed carrots would go well with any of those things easy Easy peasy Mississippi pot roast. Mm. 
I feel like the Mississippi pot roast definitely has, you know, flavors and layers to it. Based off what I saw in the video I watched on Pinterest, it looked good. Um, it looks like something I'd want to try. And I like banana pepper, so I'd definitely give it, a, give it a wince and see what it tastes like. I also found a recipe for creamy butternut squash pasta with sausage. It looks like something I try, and I like butternut squash. Um, the mixture with the pasta looks like something I definitely try to eat and that I definitely enjoy. And it's got a bunch of things in it that I would like, too, like tomatoes and a bunch of other things, too. So I definitely, I'd give it a try. Uh, vegan curry. I don't know if I'd like it, but I'd try it. I try vegan curry, like, I guess, non-chicken chicken or whatever meat you want. So, I guess the idea of vegan curry is you're using, like, a curry seasoning, but it's not for meat. It's for something else, like an alternative to it. I'd say I'd go for that. Um, my mom gave me meatless meatballs the other day, and I definitely can't ha wait to have that for dinner. I do think that I'm going to be stepping away from eating as much meat as I was eating before. I just think... It needs to be a combination of, of better numbers for health. So I'm going to stick with that for sure. Anyways, my friends, that is the end of this Monday podcast. And it was a long one. Thank you for tuning in to Born to be a Star. And I will see you same place, same time tomorrow. Bye.